Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a new episode of Growing Up Gay with me, Vaughn. And me, Malik. Um, we hope you guys are doing well. Uh, thank you guys so much for the continued support, all the retweets, all the likes, all the discussions and conversations had on the past episodes. Uh, please keep it up. And uh, Malik, I don't know, this feels really weird starting a podcast like that. <laughs> it does. But, I know, right? Uh, it feels very professional, but like forced. But anyway, Malik, how have you been since we last recorded? It's been, it's been a, it's been a long time. Has it's been a long time? It's been a week? Two weeks? Not really. It's been a week. It's okay. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause we're like finally on like the weekly thing now, right. which, is, we're, which we're feels back. really good. Um, yes. You know, I've been awesome. Uh, spent the weekend at the museum. I saw. That was so cute. It was cute. You is know, that your boyfriend? That is my boyfriend. Aww. That He's is cute. my boy. Yeah, he is a, a handsome little guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we went to the museum Friday night for First Fridays at the High. If you guys haven't done that, definitely check it out. The High Museum It's so fun. They have where's that located? It's in Midtown, so it's right on yeah. Peach Street, uh, like Peach Street and Fourteenth, I think, something like that. But it's in Midtown, so I went to the High. Super fun. Always nice to be cultured for an evening. Saw some people that I knew there. Um taught yoga over the weekend and just been really working um it's budget season for us so lots of forecasting lots of budgeting and it is stressful if anybody knows excel really well call me call me me. (laughs) you know excel really well I, for me i've never used it in like i mean i do use it at work for like expenses and stuff and i yeah I'm an Excel hoe. Anybody that knows me, know, anybody that knows me well knows that. Like, I have my whole life planned out in Excel. I have my whole budget planned out for, like, the next six months. Well, not six months. I'm lying. Through December um, in Excel. So, I know her, but I don't know if I know her well enough for you. Okay. Well, listen. But I do you know her are, well. If you are an Excel junkie and you know about those formulas and those VLOOKUPs and all that shit, call me. Because well, not to and- be too millennial, but all that shit is on YouTube. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it is I on definitely, YouTube. I definitely, because everything that I know about Excel, I learned either in school or on YouTube. Yes, it is all on YouTube for sure. Yeah. Um, it is all on YouTube, you guys. But- and the Microsoft forums are really good for that shit, too. We sound like some nerds. <laughs> no, <laughs> we sound okay. like people that know how to get shit done. That's what that's, we sound listen, like. Listen, that's it. Okay. Well, get it done, bitch. And know me out here blaming nobody figure it out for yourself so you know just working and i'm getting ready to move next week so i've been packing up my apartment which has been crazy super excited about that i've been living baby i here just living and doing my thing and being quick quick question yeah back to the museum was that like a new exhibition because that was always one of my like biggest problems with atlanta like they would never get any cute fun exhibitions that's why when he posted i was like is he in chicago or like what's going on (laughs) Because Atlanta never, like, the ice cream um, one, the museum about ice cream. Like, there's, there's all the, like, exhibitions that I've seen in L.A. and New York. I would never come to Atlanta. It used to piss me off. Like, I don't think the music of ice cream 
I don't know why I said it like that. The Caribbean is like jumping out. <laughs> the Museum of Ice Cream or whatever it's called isn't coming to Atlanta. I think until I think twenty nineteen. So that's is that a new exhibition? Well, actually, um, this past Friday when I was there, they had all of the new exhibitions um, blocked off because the museum is actually going through renovations right now. So uh, they only okay. had a lot of the permanent art there on the first, well, on the top floor. Um, right. When I was there over the summer last year, they I went to the African uh, Fashion Museum, which, not the African Fashion Museum, but, but the African Fashion Exhibit, which was really awesome. So many beautiful textiles, so many beautiful clothes. Right. Um, then I saw the, what's his name from, from like the Studio 52 era. Studio 54? Oh, yeah. You, come on, you guys. You guys know I'm a little slow sometimes. Studio but 54. Who? What's his name? The white guy. David like, Bowie? No. Did, did, did all the art pop stuff. Oh, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Cam- my God. Campbell Soup Can. Like the, you oh, know, my God. Soup. It's, his name is right there. This is going to drive <sighs> who me is crazy. He? Who is he? Who I know is who you're he? talking about. I know you know exactly. About. Yeah. So his exhibit was dope, and his exhibit was over the summertime. So so there have been some really great things there um, that have come within the last few months that I've seen. Oh, okay, that's dope. Yeah. Well, shout out to, the, shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta. I mean, listen, Atlanta's popping as fuck. How was your weekend? What did you do? Um, my week has been, <laughs> my week has been good. It's been busy. Um, I got to do lunch with Tierra, aka Brooklyn Yell. Oh my gosh, how was that? It was so dope. We went uh, to this cute little um, pizza place um, on like 142nd Street or 41st Street, um, and we literally ate and talked for. Well, we ate for like 45 minutes and then spent the rest of the time talking. We Walked around, we got juice, uh, like green juices, and we spent like literally five hours together just talking. And it was cool because we've been following each other online since 2009. And this was like our first time actually hanging out in person. Like, I've come to New York in the past and saw a lot of other people, but I never actually got to chill with her. Um, so, so, you guys are besties like, now. Now that we're like, you know, you know, mid 20s adults and stuff. Um, it was cool to like chill and talk and we hashed uh, things over and talked about creative endeavors and things that we want to do for ourselves and goals that we have. And um, that was really good because I, since I've been in New York, I haven't really been able to like do much <laughs> because work has been draining me. Like we had this princess that's staying with us. Oh, and nice. Y'all. Never in my life have I had to do like, <laughs> I know I've been over the whole operation end of, 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 hospitality for a while but this guest like confirmed it for me like i'm just i can't like she and it's funny because it what i haven't i literally have not interacted with her or like her team or anything but she has this guy that's like um he's very well respected after looking into him like i respect him and all that he he does but he came in and it was just like there's so much right now like (laughs) the stuff that we had to do just to prepare for her to like arrive just the arrival process was so extensive and so detailed and so like extra and like, like I what's could different it. this 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 arrival than like maybe st- well she has four rooms like she has because she's arriving um well i don't want to give too many away, but uh, too much away but she has four rooms two suites and then two standard rooms that are connected so she has like essentially like half of one of our floors um 
so it's just like ensuring all the linen is like perfect with no holes no marks uh making sure the beds are made perfectly making sure everything is spotless like i literally spent two and a half hours cleaning one um helping to clean one room. mind you the room was already like cleaned by one of my attendants but like i had to go spot check everything and like you find the littlest things everywhere when you're being that anal and like that detailed um and I personally, like, don't mind because I, I love that kind of stuff. I, I, I love, I get to kind of be creative and I got to kind of do a, a little bit of fun stuff. But for the most part, I was just, like, drained because I was already, I wasn't expecting him to come in. Like, literally was 80% done with my day, was, like, finishing things up. And then he comes in out of nowhere and he's, like, up to the floor. And we just, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. But, um... Work has just been work has been kicking my ass. Like I've been working six day weeks for the past month, um, just because of scheduling stuff. Like every, I had to I had to kind of you know sometimes you got to be a bitch. Like some and, and not even a bitch, but sometimes you just have to let people know like what it is. And I feel like I've been very accommodating with my job, and I'm always I always try to be like nice. I always try to go out of my way to be nice because people always and I don't. People always expect for me to be mean or expect for me to like not be pre uh, pleasant to be around like I, I, literally people always tell me like oh you know i expected you to be this this and that and i'm like nigga i smile all the time i mean i don't smile all the time it's a lie sometimes i catch myself in the mirror and i'm like ooh, you look mean <laughs> but people like i said people always expect for me to be you know like either someone that doesn't take shit which i'm not um or or like mean so i always go out of my way to be nice and i'm very passive and i I try to be very fluid and I never let people take advantage of me, but I feel like I'm always down to be like a team player and stuff, but people do take advantage of that. And that kind of happened, had to kind of like let niggas know like, whoa, <laughs> I know I'm new here and I know like, you know, it is what it is, but I had to, basically my schedule was changed without anyone consulting me. They just took, for the first time in, in a month, I had gotten two days off. And I was like, yes, I'm tired. I need these two days. Like, I had planned shit out. Like, I was, you know, I wasn't going to really do anything. But, like, I just wanted to rest and, like, reset. And then, like, I just got texts. Like, oh, by the way, just so you know, you're only off one day. Da -da -da -da. And I was just kind of like, okay, but no one consulted me in regards to this. Oh, wow. And it's funny because the 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 person that texted me is actually someone I'm cool with at work. Like, me and her, that's, like, we work really well together. That's, like, that's my homegirl. We're the same age. She's from Florida as well. Like, we're cool. So, yeah. <clears throat> I was trying not to, like, snap on her. <laughs> because I'm like, how the fuck y'all just gonna change my schedule? And, like, no one is gonna consult me or ask me if this is okay or if I'm fine with it. Like, you're just gonna take one of my days off and no one, like, yeah. And then, like, it, it just felt very disrespectful. So I had to kindly gather everyone, including my director, via email, and let everyone know, like, I'm nice, but I'm not that nice. And uh, please, from this point on, play your roles and stay in your lanes and remember who the fuck you're dealing with because, you know, next time I won't be so accommodating. <laughs> I've been very accommodating. Next time I won't be so accommodating. So, But outside of that, mm. outside of that, I'm trying to, like get myself back together so tell them folks to respect yeah. the ring bitch right like get, get, come fucking correct because this might be a corporate space but i i will get very thorough like we we will go there if need be but 
I haven't had the, the need to, to really... I mean, I did kind of go there with my director via email. I had to kind of drag her. Because she's really been getting on my nerves. But that's another story. But... <laughs> another story. Um, but speaking of getting things together, uh, let's just go ahead and jump right on into the Get It Together segment for this week. Which is our health, uh, mental wellness, and fitness portion of the show Malik go ahead and take that away for us absolutely so you guys I know all of you are working out getting those fall bodies together I know y'all fine know for, you fall. Fine fine for fall, fall. you want to look good in your sweater but more than that I want you to be mobile I want you to be able to move your body and actually touch your toes and I don't want your hips to be uh tidy mctidyton so <laughs> I have two stretches and two little activities that you guys can do after you've worked out, after you've warmed your body and you're like in a cool down and you really want to like make sure that you still are lumber and most of all mobile. So one of the things, it's, it's like a pigeon on your back. So hmm. you can lay on your back. You first would come to your back with both of your knees bent. You then take one of your foot doesn't matter which one you start with and you cross one ankle over the opposite knee right and then you begin to move in and out of the stretch by rotating your hip in and out so at this point you're really beginning to breathe with this inhale and exhale as you're doing this and you do it on both sides and so for the hold use your hand for assistance to press into the knee so as you're pressing into the knee it's almost like a counter uh, this counterbalance where you, you're using your hand to apply pressure to open up your hip even more. And the great thing about using your hand is that it's it's a modification because you can really, you can push as hard or as soft as you want to. Different people have different, um, you know... Flexibility? Flexibility, and different people, you know, have, have different things that are accessible for them. So take it at your own pace and feel free to, you know, push a little harder on your... On, um, I'm, I'm going to need you to post this on our Insta story because I am curious. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and actually I'll post see. it on the Insta story and I'll also like do it too. So you guys can like see me actually doing the things yeah. I'm telling you about. And the last one I'll talk about is the butterfly stretch. This is probably the one that people are most familiar with. It's when you're actually sitting up uh, on your butt and you bring your feet together. And then you begin to like move your knees up and down like a butterfly, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it really helps open it really helps to open your hips. But one thing that people don't know to do is that when you're actually sitting in that position, you actually can go take your two thumbs and begin to open your feet like a book. And as you do uh. this slowly, it actually allows your hips to kind of soothe some. And then you can really? and then you take Yeah, and then you take your two elbows and you actually push them into those two like corners of your between like your thigh and your calf in between your Mm -hmm. knees you push there and you begin to kind of open your feet like a book and then as you're pushing down on your knees which actually open your hips and you're opening your feet the with like at like the book you then begin to engage your core continue to breathe and just begin to kind of like lean forward towards the ground and you'll feel um, a pull or an opening uh, in your outer hips and within your groin. So those are two great stretches that you can do after a workout, whether you're a runner, whether you're a weightlifter, like these are two things that we all should be doing to stay mobile. No one wants to be a 20 year old or a 30 year old and you can't do anything. Your body is a temple. You have to take care of it, you guys. That's that's real because that's something I'm just trying to <clears throat> do now is be more mobile. Like 
one of the things I want to start doing, I bought a yoga mat. <laughs> I'm really excited. Me. I remember. Yeah, I text Malik like, oh, I got a yoga So one of the things I want to start doing is like every morning when I wake up, I want to start spending like five to ten minutes to stretch. And every night before I go to sleep, I want to spend like five or ten minutes stretching. Because my uncle used to always push that when we were younger, like the importance of stretching. And I'm not going to lie, I haven't been stretching that that much. And I was I was in the gym last week, and I was like, yo, I'm not as flexible as I used to be. Like, I used to be able to do a split. I used to be able to, like, just be more, my body was a bit more fluid. And I think because I've been focusing a little more on weights, I haven't, instead of cardio, I haven't really been, like, allowing myself to really stretch as much. So that's something I really want to refocus on. So I'm definitely going to test, test those out because I'm trying to be real limber, you know. Listen, you gotta be limber, y'all. Everybody wanna you know, be limber. How else are you gonna bend over to the front, touch your toes, back that, back that thing up and down? How, how, and else, get low? how like. else can you do the split that Normani did? How else can <laughs> right. you do it if you're not limber? So, um, like Vaughn said, I'll definitely post these uh, stretches on our Growing Up Gay Instagram page so you guys can see it for yourselves. Expect that before the week's out. Well, dope. I don't necessarily have a get it together for this week. I'm gonna. Uh, coincide with Malik. The only thing I will say is, and one other thing I'm I'm focusing on right now is getting sleep. Mm-hmm. I I have had the hardest time in the past two months, like getting back on track when it comes to like fitness and eating properly. Mm. And like, I'll go to the gym in the morning, have a great day of eating, but because I'm still on this god awful PM shift at work. Um, like sometimes I don't get home until two or three a.m. and like I'm hungry at that time because the last time I ate was at like six something seven. Maybe I had like snack. Maybe I had like a, a light snack at like a ten. Usually because ten eleven is usually when I come downstairs and like finish up my reports or whatever, or attempt to finish up my reports. Um, so like I go maybe seven or six hours, and when I get home, I'm, I'm hungry. And it's hard for me to go to sleep right away. Um, so one thing that I want to get back to doing is because I used to work two jobs every summer um, when I lived in Atlanta. That's not happening anymore. But um, <laughs> I used to have very long days. And like one thing that I used to have to do is force myself to go to sleep because if not, I would end up only with like an hour, hour and a half, two hours of sleep as opposed to getting the four or five that I could maybe fit in when I was doing those two jobs. Um, and one of the things that I did back then was I, I used to just go to YouTube, type in Sounds of Rain and Sounds of Thunder, and I would play the two videos simultaneously. And that shit would like knock me out, <laughs> like put me straight to sleep. So um, it reminds me of Jamaica and it reminds me of being little and, and sleeping on the veranda and, you know, in Jamaica. So it always puts me to sleep because uh, sleeping is a very important part of like health and fitness and weight loss like you have to eat right you have to to exercise and you have to rest um and i feel like because i don't allow myself i don't force myself to go to sleep i end up snacking on unhealthy things at like 2 3 a.m and then i don't end up falling asleep until 4 and then i get up at 8 and it's like i only get four hours of sleep which is not enough like it doesn't fully rejuvenate my body um, and it makes working out a little more treacherous. So I think that's probably my get it together for this week is like sleep. Sleep. And, you know, I read this post where they were talking about sleeping naked actually increases your metabolism. Because, really? Yeah, because your body. You sweat is, more? 
You well, you the thing is, they were saying that when you sleep with clothes on, your body um it like stays hot, right? Huh. And when you sleep with no clothes on, you like your metabolism speeds up. Actually, the exact verbiage I have it right here. I'm pulling it up for you guys because I don't that want to say anything crazy. So high metabolism. When you're sleeping, when you're sleeping deeply, your body rate of metabolism rises. So basically, you burn fat faster even while you're sleeping. Mm. Yeah. Let me find out. <laughs> and, and sleeping naked slows out. down aging. When you sleep with clothes wow. on, your body gets warm, and this interferes with the release of human growth hormones that repair skin cells. Sleeping without clothes keeps your body cool and also slows down the process of aging. As your body produces more human growth hormone, you will have fewer wrinkles. Okay. Sleep naked, so y'all. Take your clothes off. Take your clothes <laughs> off. Get naked. Get naked. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that's our <laughs> together for this week. Uh, we're going to take a short little break, and we'll be right back with you. Hey, y'all. Hope you're enjoying the episode thus far. If you don't already, please follow myself and Malik on our personal social medias. You can follow me on Instagram at Vonagram or on Twitter at underscore Vaughn. And you can follow Malik on at Yo Malik and on Twitter at Yo Malik. Now let's get into the next topic. Alright, so for this week's Growing Up Gay uh, topic, by the way, the Growing Up Gay segment is where you focus um, on a particular topic that obviously pertains to gay people, queer people, um, and what our experience of that was like growing up. Um, So for this week, I wanted to focus on dating um, and the usage of hookup apps and ghosting in the queer community. Malik and I came up with this topic because it's obviously prevalent right a lot of us uh well not me but a lot of (laughs) our friends and people our age are doing all of these things they're dating they're definitely ghosting niggas (laughs) and they're definitely definitely using hookup apps (laughs) and let me tell you something black gay black twitter is the most (laughs) the most interesting place on twitter like there's always so much going on and this actually kind of pertains, some, some of what we're going to discuss kind of pertains with what happened this, I don't know if y'all know, it ain't none of my business, so I'm not going to talk about it, but there was a lot going down um, on Gay Black Twitter this past week. Um, so, <laughs> let's start with hookup apps and the usage of hookup apps in our community. So I know you're, you know, you're bottom, boot up, but prior to being boot up, um, were you someone that partook? In the usage of hookup apps? Absolutely. I think I first got exposed to hookup apps when I was probably my freshman. Ooh, that was going to be my next question. Did that? Yeah, like my, my freshman year of college, I definitely oh, used Grindr. That, I think that was my first one. And it was you just... Were never, you were never a BGC girl? Oh, you know, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. You said apps. You said apps. But mm-hmm. yes, B, BGC definitely was the first thing that I was on. And you know what? I use it on my phone. So... Uh, BGC was the first thing I ever had. Um, it was, BGC was like this, it was a strange community. I used to live, (laughs) I used to live, it was very hypersexual. It was so, it was so hypersexual, but I used to live for the message boards. The message boards, the message boards on BGC and and you guys, BGC, it stands for black gay chat online. Mm -hmm. And it just was the messiest clusterfuck place in the world there were so many 
there were there were just so many intersections on BGC. Like you had your films, you had your your super mask guy, you had your down low guys, you had the women that were pretending to be men. Like it just was so much happening on BGC at eighteen and seventeen. I had no business being on there so young. You know, for me, I knew about um, ooh, I knew about BGC when I was younger. I think because of either it was either because of XD <laughs> and Amir uh, talking about it, um, or it was Noah's. Art. It was something, but I never actually went on there until my sophomore year of college. Like I was like, let me go see what's actually on this this BG thing, this BGC thing everyone talks about. Um, I was never. I'm I'm still not much of a hookup app user. Um, Malik and I always <laughs> discuss. My, uh, I, mm, I don't even know what to call it. My, my thing with hookup apps, they they feel very transactional. Yeah. And I think that's my problem with them. Um, that might partly be tied to, to insecurities or, or something. I don't know. Uh, it may go deeper, but for me, they feel very transactional and transactional sex is just not something that I can do. Um, not to sound like a prude because I'm not, I mean, okay. So I'm a virgin, right? A real life virgin. A real life virgin. Real life <laughs> like an virgin. actual, I'm telling a lot of my business, but it's okay. I'm an actual, and I'm not saying that with, to, to shame anyone or saying it as if it's like it's your a truth. mystical unicorn. It's just my truth. Yeah. So for me, hookup apps are very transactional. 98.9669% of the people that are on them are trying to have sex. And they're trying to do it in a very, oh, you got one or two abs? Okay, drop your draws. Let's do this. Or, oh, not even an ab thing. They're just like, oh, okay. You you fit whatever parameters I'm looking for, or maybe you don't fit the parameters that I'm looking for. But it's two a.m. and nobody else is answering their phone. So let's and do I'm it. I'm trying to get this net. So let's do it. <laughs> and for me, I've just never been comfortable with doing that. I don't. I I I, re, I get sex being transactional. I'm all for it. I'm very sex positive. I I commend everyone that can just like go out there and do things and 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 come back but for whatever reason god has just built me differently <laughs> like i just i can't do it like even I, someone was talking about this on twitter like i just can't suck a random dick <laughs> like, <laughs> like stranger i just can't suck stranger dick like it just it's not something that i, I can just i know i never said i haven't done it but it's just not something that like i i i can do or i i find like it doesn't turn me on in any kind of way i like want to get to kind of know the person like i have to I have to really like you. Not even really. Okay, I have to like you in order for me to to do anything sexual. That's just the way I personally am built. And I know Scorpios are supposed to be like freaks and yeah. all that. And it's there, I'm sure. But I just haven't been able to explore that side of myself yet. Because like I said, I really can't do the transactional part. Of hookup apps. Um, so, I mean, I have used them and I have partaken in things, but I've just never partaken. I ain't, 
haven't gone that far yet, right? I mean, I've used them. <laughs> I've been on. I've been. I, I've definitely been on every app there is. Jack Grinder, um, Tinder. I can't think of now. That. See, I've never actually used Tinder. So Tinder. So, okay, so let's let's discuss that the the apps and the differences. Okay, right. Okay, so you have right? Grinder, and mm-hmm. all of these are like location based apps. So you you download them, you make a username, you you pick a picture, you put a bio, and then you begin to chat with guys. So that's Grinder. Grinder, mm-hmm. I feel like Grinder, I feel like is white the most, guys. I was just gonna say that. Like I, I remember the very first time I downloaded Grinder. Shout out to anybody that knows where Camp Creek Marketplace is. Uh-huh. I was in Camp Creek Marketplace. This was like 2013, right? Yeah, like 2013. I was home from um, school and I was talking to someone and I was like, you know what? Let me just download Grinder. And I remember downloading it and being like, ooh, no. Because <laughs> it was like a bunch of, <laughs> it was a bunch of white men. Um, and a lot of them were older. I mean, at that, I was like 19. <laughs> so. By older, I mean like late, me like mid thirties, which now I'm into, but um, like mid thirties, forties, maybe later twenties, and they were like ninety percent white, and I was like, this app is not for me. Um, so that's Grinder. Then there's Jacked. Yeah, Jacked is um for people of color. It's a little more people of color um based, I would say. I think so too. Yeah, I can see Now, that. me personally, Jack everything cuz I have had Jack. That app just looks really bad. Like the interface <laughs> <laughs> The interface and just all of Jack to me just looks so fucking raggedy. Like Grinder looks really nice. It's very clean, it's very sleek. Um, it's like high quality <laughs> and then like you get to jacked and it's just like niggas and this raggedy looking app <laughs> it's like, you, Which it's is, like <laughs> niggas butts dicks right it's just crazy it's just it looks it, and it just looks bad it literally looks like something from 2008 I don't know you know what I agree with that something I don't know from like 08 owns Grindr right I don't know who owns Grinder. I don't know who does the interface but clearly <laughs> them niggas was like oh <laughs> like we're not updating. We're not changing. We're not doing anything fancy. You're special for you, niggas. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's gonna stay as is. Um, but it is more so. I I, I see. Um, there tends to be more people of color on those apps. More Asian people. Um, definitely more Black and Latin people. Um, but there's still white people there. A lot of the white people there are looking for people of color, so it makes sense. Well, shit, um, on, on both Grinder and Jack, and I will note that mm-hmm. Jack has sent you guys done an update, and they do have a new interface. Oh, have they? Yes, they have. When was this? Well, okay. Clearly, I haven't been on. I mean, I haven't been on there either, but I have friends okay. that have it, and it's new. They, they, okay. They, they've refreshed well, shout, shout out to them. Welcome to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are the other ones? Um, so Tinder. Tinder. Tinder, Tinder that, seems that, to be the like the... swipe left the, thing, swipe right. Tinder seems to be like the professional one. Or like the 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 meet your spouse one. The, the Alleged, more allegedly. Elevated allegedly. one, I guess. Allegedly. I mean, I think the, I think the experience is more elevated. I've definitely been on more like real dates from tinder than i have mm-hmm. well not necessarily i think i think the well i met my boyfriend on tinder um See, look at that yeah i met him on tinder and so i've definitely met more serious guys that, that were looking for like you know committed situ- situations from tinder 
Um, and I've also dated a guy that I met on Jack before. I really think with these apps, you guys, it's really more so about how you position yourself, honestly. Like, of course, everyone, most of people that are on there are for sex. But if you have different motives and you stick to them, you will find whatever you want on there. That's definitely true because the one situation ship that mm-hmm. I was in was mm-hmm. from an app. Now, it wasn't from the ones we've mentioned. Um, it was from... Now, there are apps... Because, you know, the the gay community can be very um, superficial, right? Sure. Especially on a lot of these apps. Um, but there are apps that are, are geared more towards men that don't fall into the superficial twink, muscle-bound, you know, that whole lifestyle. Yeah. Um, there's one called Growler. Yeah, Growler. Scruff. Um, Scruff. You know, for the hairy buff, you know. The bears, bears and cubs. Out there. Um, what do you consider yourself, by the way? I don't ever know what to consider myself. You know what? I have. I don't know. I need a white person to do that for me. <laughs> I we think they... <laughs> didn't they like... They, they come up with the classification. <laughs> they come up with all the classifications. I don't fucking know. I mean, I'm definitely not hairy enough to be a bear. My, you me know, either. Um... I, and I'm I, definitely not slim enough to be a twink. I'm not a twink. Or an otter. You maybe can fit into the otter. Am I an otter? But, maybe but, but, you can but, fit but, into otter. Like a, like a gym otter? <laughs> like is that a, a yoga otter? What does otter mean? What does that mean? I, the, I, never... I, don't, I don't honestly know, but I notice a lot of the men that tend to consider themselves otters tend to be like average to toned and, and on the smaller frame. Like they're not twinks, but they're not bears either, like in the middle. I could huh. be totally wrong, but I, I mean, that's listen, what I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just a nigga. Okay, so <laughs> I, I just found out what an otter is, you guys. An otter is thin to athletic build. See, I was right. They yeah. have they have lots of hair. Never mind. <laughs> any age. And an example of a celebrity would be Scott Ken. I'm not sure who the fuck he who is. Who the fuck is that? I'm sure it's my white. <laughs> it's always a white person. <laughs> I mean, always, it's always so, a white person. So yes, I, oh yeah, Scott Ken is an American actor, and yeah, he's an otter. So I guess I would be an otter, you guys. I'm an otter. Bond, you, you'd be an otter bad. as well. I mm, I would fall somewhere because I'm not a chub anymore. Shout out to the gym. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I would. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Can you be? T- I don't know. See, I don't know. Or or maybe you would be. Well, no, you're not a wolf. Am I a bear? I don't know. But I'm not hairy. Can someone define Vaughn and I from us just for But you know what? Nigga's going to be like, oh, we would have to see Vaughn first. I know. And and, and that's why I said just from our conversation. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, But yeah, those are those apps. The Scruffs, the um, Growlers. Um, There are some Chub Chaser apps because that's definitely a phenomenon um although i will say for 90 percent of the chub chasing people it's usually a fetish where they want you to be like really really big or it's just you know how they always say um black men are attracted to like sloppy white women yeah it's like the same thing but with gay people (laughs) like no i'll never forget when I had my first job at Home Depot, I I will never forget this, right? I was working at Home Depot. It was my first job. This fine man walked in. Like, whew. Sheesh. He was like 6'5", 
caramel light skin with like hazel eyes um he had like the i go to the gym but not everyday body like which i personally love like you can tell they work out but they don't necessarily live in the gym you know what i mean like that that in between where it's like it's a little bit of belly but not like belly belly it's like just that nice I kind of want to come home like, to and hold you, Bill. Right. Like, you just, like, yeah, he was one of those. And yeah. he was, like, solid and tall and beautiful. And I was sitting in the corner, like, oh, yes, let me go see if I can assist this man. And, like, this, <laughs> this I, now, I personally, in, in these situations, I think I call it the Santa Claus uh, fetish. This big white man walks up behind him with a cart and is talking to him. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's, like, the black guy, like, is the other dude's handyman or his friend or whatever the case may be is. And then he put, the black guy puts his hand in the dude's back pocket and was like, oh. babe, I don't think this will look good in the house. Y'all. Oh my God. <laughs> like, did you, did you hit the floor? I gagged. <laughs> First of all, I was like, bitch, how the fuck did you pull him? Like what? That nigga is fine. Like that nigga is, that, that nigga is like, a great looking man and like you're this super average big ass white dude like i was perplexed um to, like i was so confused and then like i got into like i said the whole app thing i was a little bit bigger so you know people were like oh you know check out these apps and whenever i would go on those apps i was like this isn't for me either because like a lot of these the men here that are attractive like have a fetish for like really big people and I wasn't that big. <laughs> and then, like, the other ones have, like, this Santa Claus fetish where it's, like, these black guys that are attractive, like, gym-bodied, you know, good-looking men that have a thing for, like, older big white men. Like, mm-hmm. Santa Claus. So yeah. that's why I call it the Santa Claus effect. So there's a spectrum of apps that kind of... You can kind of find your footing in these apps, um... What would you say are some do's? We're going to discuss the do's and don'ts of these dating apps, but let's so, start with the do's. So, I think an app do is do have a picture. There's no way someone's going to respond to you if you don't have a picture. But, let me say this. Mm-hmm. There have been several times where I have not had pictures on apps, and I've gotten so many messages. And do you know why I've gotten messages? The because whole discreet thing? There are two reasons why I've gotten messages. One, they think I'm like, some some down low trade nigga that they that that's gonna like you know just blow their backs out which I could do. <laughs> you better say that. <laughs> uh, two. <laughs> two. Uh, I got a lot of messages because they generally think it's like you know people with no picture. It's like really like conspicuous. It's like what like are you doing? Who are you? I want to see right. what you look like. Like do you want to hook up? It's like more like low key. And generally, people with no pictures, like, they'll, like, unlock them for you. So, I would say right. a do is to have a picture. A don't. Do uh, not on. get on these apps with these long-ass bios about how you're <laughs> so... Hold like, on, hold like on. These let's, angry let's, focus on, let's focus on do's first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In, in relation to your do, right, with the picture thing, yeah. have an updated picture. Let me tell uh, y'all a story. Oh, my gosh. So... When, you know, when I was young and first getting into the whole app world, you know, I was a little naive, okay? I was, you know, like 20. I didn't know any better. I was like, let me try and be out here and be fast like everybody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I downloaded, um, I believe it was Grinder. Anyway, I was at work, 
and this dude hits me up. The dude is like, he looks like Boris Kojo if he like wasn't famous and like worked at like Home Depot or UPS. So he was like attractive, bald, and then he was like, you know, light skin, caramel. I was like, oh, like, okay. This sounds, he was older. I was 20. He was, I think, like 38. So I was like, okay, you know, this could work. Like, I don't have anything with older. You know, I like to be taught. You know, okay. Like, let's, I'm looking at the pictures that I'm getting sent and I'm like, okay. So his. <laughs> You're living. Right. His pictures present one thing, right? So we get on the phone. No, 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 I'm lying. We start texting over like a week long process and he's like, yo, I want to see you or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I don't really know what all this is all going to entail, but I was like, let me go be fast and go to this nigga's house and see like whatever is whatever. Worst experience I've ever had in my life. So <laughs> first, first when we pull up, I get to his house and I'm like, I'm am skeptical because I've never hooked up with anyone. I've never been to some random person's house. I'm. I grew up with uh, in a Jamaican household, so my mother has instilled the fear of all this bullshit into me. So I'm like, okay, am I gonna get kidnapped? Am I gonna get like sold into sex work? Am like, am I gonna get arrested? I'm like, what? I'm thinking of all the terrible things. But I'm also like, nigga, I'm from you know, I grew up fighting. I beat your ass. Like I'm not. I'm not scared, right? So I get there and. This whole time we've been texting and I'm trying to call him at this point because I'm like getting directions and I'm like, bitch, I can't find out where the fuck I'm supposed to go. So he gets on the phone and the voice is like the first, eh? Oh. Because he goes from like, he presented himself as very masculine and, and you know, sports and blah, blah, blah. And he sounds like an absolute Kardashian. Like, <laughs> like a Kardashian that grew up in South Atlanta. Like, <laughs> like... I saw, but I was like, you know, okay, let me not, let me not judge, you know, I'm open-minded. I was like, he's still fine, I don't really care. And I, so I pull up in this driveway, and I see this guy now, and I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, this can't, no, this can't be. A, dude is definitely not six foot tall. He's, like, 5'9". His pictures had to be maybe six years old. Like, they just had to be a good six or seven years old. Because this guy was not, like, it was him, but it wasn't him. So, same person, different era. Right. Like, <laughs> and let's just say it wasn't a flop era he was currently in. Like, he was not, <laughs> he was not number one on Billboard. Um, <laughs> anyway, like, so I'm like, I'm trying to keep an open mind. And at this point, I'm honestly a little terrified. And, and I'm going more so off fair than anything else. So I'm going in his house and we're like talking and trying to engage in conversation. And like this, so we sit down and this nigga puts his feet on me. Mm. Don't do that. <laughs> like, first of all, and I push his foot out, I'm like, whoa, you're a little too comfortable. He's like, I'm really in the feet. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I have to get the fuck out of this situation <laughs> because this random nigga is expecting me to do something with his feet, first of all. <laughs> Like, ew, I have nothing against people that are into feet. Shout out to y'all. Suck on my toe anytime you want to. I personally am not sucking some random person's foot. It's just not happening. I don't want to, I don't, get your foot away from me. A, I'm not comfortable because you're a whole ass lie, a fraud, and you sold me a dream, and the reality is not (laughs) what I tried to buy into. 
and then you want to put your feet on. So I'm, I pr- I'm like, okay, at this point, I have to get out of the situation. And he's like, so you a virgin? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you know, your first time gonna hurt. Oh. And I was like, you're not winning yourself any brownie points, my nigga. Like, why would you? Why would you? Say? So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna leave. And I get up, and he like, he's like, you know, you should stay. And I'm just like, no, I really have to go. Um, it was nice. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> like, and I start walking. Like, I start power walking <laughs> towards the door. So, if you're gonna have pictures, right? Please have current, adequate, proper representation of yourself pictures. Don't don't be out here with the catfish. Okay, don't. No catfish. No catfish. That's the first. Don't is no catfish. Yeah. So what's that, another do? What's another? I do? think another app do is be consistent with mm. your conversation. And I know people think that that's just like in person, but that's definitely on apps too. If you want to be successful at meeting people, you have to be consistent with your conversation. I don't mean like available like all the time to be like texting back and forth on the app. But I mean, if you reach out to someone, like don't just sup them and not have anything to say. Like be able to carry a conversation. There is nothing worse. There is nothing worse than talking with someone that all they can say is sup. Hey, Especially bye. when they hit you up first, because Especially it's like you wanted to talk to me. Like I, just, like why are you accosting me with your bad conversation skills? Like oh you should just stayed where the fuck you was and ate your rice, like Nicki Minaj said. Like, and ate your rice, and it's nothing. Like <laughs> I, I met this guy a, real, a long time ago off this app, and his conversation was fucked up on the app, but he was so motherfucking fine. I had to meet him. <laughs> I get over to the house. He's a really nice house or whatever. We're chilling. We're vibing. Watching TV. It's around 2 in the morning, so you know it's about to go down. Definitely. Um, the, 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 those are freak was, hours. Listen, those are creeping and freaking hours. The nigga was so motherfucking lame and unsocial that I had to fucking ride up out of there. Like, I had never met someone that could not speak and say they want to fuck. Like, bro, like, are we doing this or not? Like, he was so just... He didn't know how to communicate at all. He was, like, so unverbal. It was, like, strange. I almost wonder if he had, He like, was some... the elusive Chanteuse. Yeah, I almost <laughs> wonder if he almost had, like, some kind of, like, disorder or something because he was Dead, so elusive. not him being spared. Like, like, I mean, a little autism, like like a, a touch or something. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. But he was touched so, by an angel. We are He was touched by an angel. So definitely a, a, a do is do know how to hold conversations and do be consistent with your conversations. And I think a great way to do that is to read the person's bio if they have stuff there and just, you know. Niggas be lying, though. Niggas do be lying. But still, listen, if you read the bio, it's a perfect way to call them out on their shit. True. That way you can be, you know, not complicit with the bullshit. That's true. That's mm-hmm. a good do. That's um, a good an- do. Another good do is do get a Google Voice number. Ooh, um, that's a good do, too. Shout out to Google and Google Voice because... I never did that. I've had the same phone number since shit. literally eighth grade. And I'm not trying to change this phone number. And I'm also not trying to give random niggas this phone number. Like... So do get yourself a Google Voice number. Also, ladies, if there's any women out there listening, if you know you're going to the clubs or you're going to a social event or any people listening, not just women. And I, I said women because women tend to get accosted more for their phone number. Um, and you want to have a number and, you you know, you would rather just give somebody your number as opposed to deal with the whole back and forth of why you can't give them your number. But you don't want to give them your actual number. Get a Google, Google Voice number. And if they try to pull that whole... 
I'm gonna call you right then, right here, and see if it's real. Guess what? It rings directly to your phone. So you you in the clear. And then if the person is crazy, guess what you just do? Go to Google, Google, good old Google, and block them. Bye. And now they don't have your number. You safe? Win. So that's a do. Get a Google Voice number, and then you know vet people out. If they're crazy, block them, and they won't have your actual number. If they mm-hmm. aren't crazy, hit them with the, oh, I changed my number. This is my new number. Although it's your same number. Just not the Google Voice one. So, do. Get a Google Voice number. Do you have another do? You know, another dating app do. I can't think of one. I can. Tell me. Another do. Be upfront. Oh, yeah. Be upfront. Stop with the back, like kind of like you were saying. Stop beating around the bush, you know. Stop waiting in the water. Just let people know what it is. Like if you're trying to just fuck, say that. Be upfront. Say that because guess what? A lot of the people on that app are also trying to just fuck. And don't be afraid to tell people how you want to fuck too, because there's so Absolutely. many people on those apps that want to have raw sex. Um, and instead of them just saying that, they like will get you over their house and then like, or like I had I had a crazy experience with this guy who only had raw sex, right? And in our app conversation, we didn't have that conversation. It was more like we're gonna fuck, and you know that was that. And once I got there, he was you know we were having foreplay, we were doing our thing, whatever. It was time to have sex. I put a condom on and he was like, no, like, I don't, I don't use condoms. I'm like, why? He was like, because I like, I like how it feels better that way. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not into that. So we, so we didn't have sex, you know, Mm. but it's like, you, you, so definitely being upfront is a huge thing. Like, and, and also the way you like to have sex, be very explicit about that because the worst thing you could do is get someone waste your time waste your time and also have somebody kick your ass because (laughs) you own some fuck shit (laughs) absolutely i agree with that i think those are those and then for you people that are doing the penetrating out there um do not remove the condom without without the other person's consent that Mm -hmm. is rape Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, don't get caught up. <laughs> Do be open and honest, okay? Um, tell them how you like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do some don'ts. What are some don'ts for you for um, hookup apps? Oh my gosh! Another don't is do not send me ten messages. If I re- if I have not responded to you yet, sis, Sierra said if he don't love you by now, he ain't never gonna love you. <laughs> don't send me ten messages. I got the first, the second, the third one. I just don't want to talk with you. And here's mm. the thing. I don't, ha- it's not my responsibility to respond to you. I don't have to respond to you. Like I, there have been so many guys who have literally sent me hate mail and they would go from app to app looking for me. Like, oh, fuck not, you. Not you mother, you fucking bitch. You must think you're better than me. Or you, you know, that's wrong. All you niggas in Atlanta, y'all not real. Y'all don't really to respond. I'm trying to get at you like, I mean, people would send me these long fucking dissertations because I did not respond to them. So <laughs> when you get on apps, come to them with your feelings in a jar and leave them there. Like much like much like Sierra's goodies, keep them. Please. Um, so please. I have a question in yeah. regards to that because I used to be like I what I used to do is be like thank you so much. Like whenever someone would send me something, I would just mm-hmm. put like thank you or thank you so much, and they would <laughs> it would because it would like have two follow-up responses one would be like lol <laughs> and then the other one would be like so 
you're not gonna say it back which would always put me in a weird space because just because you think i'm attractive doesn't mean i have to entertain you yeah but i do sometimes still be like and i I remember at one point like i was being very honest and i was like you know i'm being very honest with the transparent people and i would be like thank you so much i'm not interested but that would also come with like a barrage of like either wow or like oh well fuck you or some people like would be like oh okay that's real so i think it's funny because i think now i'm to the point where i i just ignore (laughs) the messages yeah i definitely and i I kind of feel bad but i just i would like rather not engage i just delete it right away i mean there have been times where i've said thank you or 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 you know or or like sent like a smiley face but then that engages them and then they want to keep talking to you right (laughs) so i just rather like not even engage and just like dead it I just rather dead it or just like block them seriously. Yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're talking about apps and we're talking about like dating. Um, and I was I was interacting with uh, Amir on uh, Facebook today, and he had a really interesting question. And well, his 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 point was he said, in my experience, I see a lot of gay, bi, and queer men out here looking for partners who display the same masculinity that they got or get made fun of for not displaying. And <clears throat> I think it's really interesting how you you were talking about earlier people like catfishing, but how on these apps people will like curate this this persona and this personality mm, just to attract people that would not generally be be interested in them if they weren't being fake. And so I think a good don't is don't curate anything other than yourself on these apps because here's the thing: That's real. it's gonna be exposed and people. You know, there are a lot of people that will turn you around in your tracks. Like, d- don't do it, sis. And I guess the question is to you, Bon. Why do you think that people are, like, seeking those things? Well, you know, I think this goes back to the conversation we had about um, when we were discussing... Preference. Um, and Preference versus... Uh-huh. Um, type. Type, yes. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Preference versus type. I think... I think for for one, a lot of people tend to chase after after things they want for themselves but can't have, like or things they they wish they had for themselves. They desire it in other people. And I remember seeing this question posted on Twitter um, a few weeks ago, and I really had to stop and think about it. Like they're essentially saying, like, are the things you, in my words, would say prefer. They were saying, you know, your type, but are the things you prefer in a person things you wish you had for yourself? Or, or things you're insecure about not having, like the, the traits you look for someone, like maybe, you know, a larger penis, um, a, a bigger butt, or, you know, really masculine, you know, gym body, you know, physique, or those kind of things. And I had to really ponder it, because I was thinking to myself, and for me, I was happy to say no, because, like, my ideal self isn't my type. My idea, like, I really love my chocolateness and i my ideal self is like a a chocolate snack like (laughs) just a a lean slim slightly buff you know with a little jiggle chocolate god like that that's what i'm trying to get to like i'm trying to be the king of godiva like you know what i mean um so i don't think in, and I think in, in other people i think that is definitely a thing i think people are fascinated with with certain qualities and they look for that in people, and then they get those things, and then they realize they're not that interested in them. After they get with, it, yeah. After they get it. But that goes back to, like, we were saying, like, it's your preference. 
but then like your preference can change over time or you can realize that like you might prefer something but you don't necessarily need it in a partner and i think that's why a lot of people end up it looks like they're settling almost but they're really just finding happiness in the in their in the type portion of what they like as opposed to the preference if that makes sense y'all might have to listen to the type versus preference conversation to really understand what i was just saying um but yeah yeah and i think that really ties into like about being ghosted like if you're not presenting who you really are then people will like fucking ghost you and not talk to you again and do and then you'll be like left wondering what the fuck just happened have you ghosted are you a ghoster here's the thing i've been ghosted and i'm a ghoster Okay. So, there is this guy that I met on Jack. He was the most beautiful guy in the world, I thought, at the time. He had, like, a low haircut. He had these beautiful freckles. He was, like, a ginger. And he was, like, five foot seven and so cute and just Aww. the most little, bubbly personality a little, a little in the world. sized you know, little one. Uh, he was a little one, right. He was so cute. And we had dinner at this cool little bar in Atlanta called um, Little Trouble. And we had the best conversation, I thought, like, in the world. We talked for hours and hours and hours. And we ate and we drank. And the next day, you know, we talked again. And, and, and we were going to meet up again. But then, all of a sudden, the phone call stopped. And the voicemail stopped. And the text. Mm. And, it's like, it just stopped. And I was like, what the fuck? Like... Shit, like you fucking said you love me. You know, <laughs> you know, like you we were gonna like Curtis was happen. supposed to love me. <laughs> right. And like all of a sudden he was just gone. And I remember feeling like, what did I do? Like what happened? And then mm. I guess I just I kinda got to the point where he didn't want me. Like it it wasn't meant to be. Like that wasn't the one. And the way I've been able to get over it, it's just like not doubting and questioning myself like this man like you know what obviously that was not the one for me obviously that situation was not quite right and then the nigga months later comes fucking back they always come back y'all they always come (laughs) back he comes back and he's like you know I had a lot going on I was going through so much when I met you I'm in a better place now and I want to pick back up we left off nigga hell no I would have been like, you know, that is so nice for you. I'm happy you you're in a better up, place now. You can pick up where we left off. However, I won't be there. I <laughs> like, will not be there. And I've definitely... That is so strange to me. It is strange. And I've ghosted too before, but I think when oh, I've I ghosted have. guys... Yeah, we, we all ghosted. When I've ghosted guys, it's probably... Not probably. It's been because... It's been two reasons why. Either I met somebody else who I liked more... Mm-hmm. And then this mm-hmm. kind of ties into the whole there's so many options kind of conversation. Like, mm-hmm. all of these options that people kind of like holding out for the best pick, which is so unfair in, to, to do to people. But I'm That's gonna, a huge problem in, the, in, in I think, especially in the gay community. Niggas yeah. is just... They always want more. They, uh, <laughs> like, niggas, always are, want more. N- niggas are never satisfied. So I definitely right. was not satisfied. And I, I saw something else that I thought was hotter or better or, what, or, or more in line with what... I thought my preferences were at the time. And so the guy I was dating like, shit, I, I went ahead and kicked his ass to the moon and did not let him know. And he was like, he would like hit me up and call me. And I would like slowly but surely begin to kind of like stop oh, wow, answering. That's awful. <laughs> so I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like kind of like stop answering, stop texting. Like and then eventually he just kind of just got the picture. Wow. Now I will say I have, I've, I've never ghosted that far. 
for me, I'll be very honest. Like I said, I'm not. I I don't really do the whole app thing because they feel very transactional. And uh, but there have been times where like I've entertained conversation with people, and I'm like, okay, this is going really well. Like this conversation is going well. And but I I I, I don't find myself like very attracted to the person. I'm like the conversation is cool, but I'm not that attracted to the person. And as opposed to saying that, like, I'll just... St- and then also because I never keep these apps up and I don't give people my number, which is... <laughs> so I'm, I'm really icing myself out of all situations. But I end up just deleting the apps and then those people kind of just disappear. So it's... It is ghosting, but it's like... It's ghosting. It's ghosting. It's, <laughs> it's ghosting, ghosting, nigga. Get out of here. It's yeah. ghosting. It is ghosting. Yeah, it's, it's not... Go- I, I have told one person, though. Like, I was very honest with one person, like... Hey, I'm going through a lot. Um, but also, can I have a question? Is that like a form? Okay. Can you not be interested in someone anymore and like use the whole... Because I've done it. Like not be interested in someone anymore and use the whole, uh, hey, I'm going through a lot right now. Um, I just need some time thing. I mean, I think it's all a cop out. Like we were just talking about being just being forthcoming with with what you want like with your expectations like if you just say what you want from the beginning there's right. some people that will be in line with that and 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 be open to giving you exactly what you want but we it's it's like it's really weird like we deny ourselves the right to be happy and to feel so much that we just think that oh it has to be difficult it has to be hard but you can just say what you want but you know what though i don't even know if it's always that because like in in this okay like i've only been i've never been in a serious relationship right there's only been one guy that i talked to seriously we talked we were in the talking phase for about four about four 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 five months okay um he presented himself to me a certain way uh and though the rea- the more i got to know him the reality of those things weren't what he presented um but i still was very into him he was um, he was an aries um which who those they're a lot Um, (laughs) but he was intelligent he had a good you know he could hold a great conversation we got along really well but i really like like and at first i was very infatuated like i i was ready to give him it all (laughs) <laughs> like Mariah Carey, like my all. Um, and I, he was actually very hesitant and he was very, like he pushed back a lot on the sexual end because he was like, I, he didn't want to be my first. And that comment, that was weird for me to hear because it was like, what? Like you don't want to have sex with someone that you're like attracted to? Someone that like, and he, it was weird because like we would always get to like the line, but we would never cross it. And he was, like, really big on, like, not wanting to be there. And I get it, especially for, for you know, gay sex. Penetration is not very comfortable if the... I'm trying not to be graphic. <laughs> I'm trying to be, like, as classy and... I uh, mean, shit, just put possible. it out there. Um, if the shit is tight, right? Yeah. It's not as enjoyable, right? Um. Ooh, that was a lot. Um. But I, I'm. I was actually at the end of it all. I was very happy that we actually never crossed that line because towards the end of the of our situation, I realized that like I was really just settling, like, and that sounds rude to say because it's like who the fuck are you to say you're settling, 
Um, but I, there were a lot of things that he didn't possess in a partner that I, I look for. He wasn't very ambitious. He was a little simple. Um, and I was happy in the end because I was like, ooh, that would have just been a waste. <laughs> do you of, think that maybe of, he didn't want to do it because of the responsibility that could po- that, that could potentially like linger of like being your oh first? absolutely absolutely okay. and we had that discussion and he was like nah you're gonna be hooked or you know I don't want I'm not trying to deal with like the pressure or all that da, da, da. so we definitely had that conversation okay um, and like I said I actually completely respect him and I'm very thankful that he wasn't like forceful and just different because it taught me a that I could that I was worthy of you know that if you will because like i said it was like a six month long situation and he was very into me right we had great conversation we talked all the time like all that but it it made me realize like whoever i do eventually decide to do those things with i actually want to get to know them first because i want to like actually like you because in the end i realized like he was cool but i didn't like really like him like I was infatuated and I think sprung because I was like, ooh, look at me being in like a, a relationship, quote unquote relationship. And I'm not one of those people that like desire that. Like I, I right now, the things I want out of life are career and, and self. And I, I, I'm not as pressed to be in a relationship um, or as pressed to have sex as I think a lot of other people are. Um, again, I'm not saying that like it makes me a special or I'm a, a unicorn with a golden horn. Like I'm not any of those things. It's just not at the top of my list. But in that situation, I was kind of hyped, like about to have a man. Like you know, I was feeling myself for a second, and then like once all of that went away, I realized I don't like you as much. Like I don't like the person as much. There's a lot of qualities that you don't possess in a significant other that I would want. And I feel like it would have been a waste of time to like get myself more involved. So I was kind of happy shit died down. And I, for me, I, I couldn't verbalize that to him like towards the end of it. So I was just kind of like, I need some space. I just need some time. I'm going through a lot right now. I mean, I was going through a lot. I had gotten to a car accident. Like I um, that, my yeah. mother got hit by a car and I was like dealing with her, like, like all that. So I was going through a lot, <laughs> but realistically I was just like, I don't feel like it's worth my time anymore. I don't feel like the situation's worth my time anymore. I don't feel like you want the same things I want out of life. Um, and you're gonna be a great significant other once he learns that he doesn't always have to be right. He'll be a great significant other for somebody else. But I feel like for me, it just wasn't what I wanted. You know what I mean? You guys, Vaughn just explained why it's so important to date and court and get to know people. So you can find out Absolutely. these things at the very beginning. No one wants to waste their fucking time dating somebody who is not going to be the one for you. So do your due diligence and check the sources. Absolutely. And 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 date. Actually yeah. date. And date. Actually go through the talk, talking phase and then see if like the, you're still interested in the person. Or if you were just like lonely for a second <laughs> or just needing of, of someone's attention. Um... So, now that we've discussed those things, one of the things that I wanted to discuss um, is sex work mm. in uh, these hookup apps and that portion of the dating community. Because there are a lot of people out there looking for generous men. Um, <laughs> men. 
So what do you, how do you, like, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? I know this is kind of a left, but what, yeah, is, what is so your thoughts on that? Yeah, so my first experience with sex work was, uh, uh, was it kind of head on. I was 18, I was maybe like 19 or 20, and I had this friend um, that I didn't grow up with, but but we both grew up in Decatur on the east side. Um, and so this friend had come back from school and they they went to school in Mississippi and I went to school here in Atlanta and, and it, was, it was like it was like summer break and they had put me on to a friend. Well, they had a friend that uh, I guess did sex work. And so mm-hmm. we all were at this 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 really big uh, condo in Buckhead and there was a man there at, at the condo who was interested in me. Now, at the time, you guys, I don't I don't quite know what's going on, but I do know that I'm hanging out with this friend that I've known for a long time. We both are from the east side. But this person had gotten... This person had essentially become like a prostitute. He was laying alone and spreading it wide. Right. <laughs> before... Before they had come back home, and I wasn't, I was not privy to this new information. So, so the person was like getting me, well, was like preparing me to like become a prostitute as well with them, and I didn't know this information. Oh shit! Now I'm trying to be your madam. Exactly. And so we're get you on the team. <laughs> exactly. Like that's exactly what was happening. So we're all at this house in Buckhead, wow. and it's a really beautiful condo. Um, and the guy comes out that's interested in me, and so it's. A corporate professional, a well-to-do man, and, and you know, a uh, black guy, but he was extremely overweight. And at mm. the time, I was really, I was definitely on my city girls. I was definitely <laughs> on my, <laughs> I was uh, definitely on my. You were, hit you, were, you were reading from the book of Trina. <laughs> I was reading from the book of Trina. So I was talking about like, okay, hit a lick, like okay, it's nothing, like whatever, like. I don't know why the fuck I was trying to be so ghetto at the time because that's not how my parents raised me. Like, seriously. <laughs> you, were, you were on your nunu, you know. I was on my nunu. Like, I was definitely out there putting on for the people. Like, <laughs> I didn't grow up middle class. So, anyway. Um, so, my friend introduced me to the, well, the guy comes out. And he's like, you know, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Malik. So, then me and the guy talking and... My friend and his friend, they end up going in the other room. And so now at this point, it's just me and this guy. And let me describe the guy. The guy's like five foot nine, but he's a good 300 pounds. Oh my gosh. So he's huge. He's huge, you guys. He has like four chins. And and on top of that, he breathes like, he breathes like, like you literally could hear him breathing when he wasn't talking, right? Uh, so I'm that's like, a, that, listen, wow. that's a lot at once. Yeah. So at this point, I'm super, un- I'm like super uncomfortable. So I get my friend to like leave. So we leave, and my friend gives the guy my number. So at this point, the guy has my number. He's hitting me up, and I was working at Linux. I was working for Ralph Lauren at the time. So the guy comes to my job. Wow. He comes to my job and he spends a lot of money to get my attention, like to get me to like fuck with him. So I go on a date with the guy. I go on a date with the guy because at this point I'm thinking like, well, you know what? Everyone's telling me, go get the bread, go get the money, like go do it. Go do get it, the do money, it. go get the money. They, everyone's like, everyone's <laughs> go, like, go, go, go get, get the, the money. money. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, okay. So my friends and other people, they, they, they rev me up to go do it, to go. 
you know, not sleep with him, but but play with him because I had I had someone else had told me about the guy, and what right. I found out was that this guy he didn't want to have sex with me. All he wanted to do was like fondle me and watch me maybe kiss another guy or watch me do something with another guy. Um, he was a voyeur. Uh, he was a voyeur. All in all, I ended up cutting it off. I ended up never doing anything with him at all because I could not bring myself to sleep with someone or do anything with someone for money and for status and for um, gifts. And I couldn't do it. I could not do it. But my friend did it all the time. And, and you know what? There are, and I've just learned this kind of recently. There's actually a, like a lot of the um, the young men that are like on social media, and you're like, damn, you stay traveling. That like, you yeah. must have like the illicit vacation package at work. <laughs> like, like you, you just always in somebody's country, somebody's city. Like your job just be letting you off work at all times. A lot of them are out are sh- here, yeah, prostituting. They're sugar babies. I am not (laughs) judging at all. Quite frankly, I think those people are heroes. (laughs) I think if you can get something for it when everyone else is giving it away for free, please. I commend you. However, do not be like the Claremont twins. I don't know how the hell they was out here fucking and sucking for two hundred dollars, and they're in you know Yeezy campaigns. I don't. I don't get that. The price, listen, Erica Badu said work ain't honest, but it pays the bill. $200 is just paying you. That, that's your phone bill. Like, that's you gotta it. be, I'm, I'm charging a little bit more than that, bro. I need my <laughs> gotta, mortgage paid. Right. Like, you got to cover my rent for the month. Like, what do you, like, come on, come on. Come on. Um, but yeah, there there are a lot of... Um, there is a lot of sex work, especially on these apps. Yeah, on the apps. Um, yeah, I was going to say that on the apps. Like, people have ads all the time on the apps. A lot of them refer to themselves as massage therapists or uh-huh. masseuses. Masseuse. Um, <laughs> they're masseuses, but they're a not really masseuses. A masseuse. <laughs> um, they want to massage something, I'll write them pockets. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But um, no... I, I like I said I I don't condemn it. Um, I think if you're out there doing it, just do it responsibly and make sure you get into the right bag. Like, please get to the right bag. Get to the right bag. That's my that's my um say on that. Just get to the right bag because don't be out here just letting anybody run up in in and out of you, and they just like you know shortchanging you because that's a lot of time. Like you got to prepare. Someone you know? DM'd me about a private yoga session. They really wanted to fuck. Um, and they wow. were like, <laughs> wow. Oh, and they were like, do you do massages? And I was like, no, but I know someone that does. They're like, oh, I, I would like for you to, um, you know, teach me yoga and then do a massage. And then the person called, well, the person actually called them. So I called the, I called, you know, the potential client and we're talking. They're like, yeah, you know, um, I've been traveling and I'm really tired. I want to know if you do massages. And I'm like, no, I don't do massages. And, and they said, well, can you just like touch me and rub me? And I was like, no, I can't do that. And they're like, oh, well, you no, know, I'm, I'm willing gold. to pay a little extra if you do. And I was like, no, I don't do. I said, listen, bro, I'm a yoga teacher and that's all I do. I don't do anything extra. None of that shit. Niggas is bold. Niggas is bold as fuck. Bold. Like they have no cap at all. <laughs> well... That was this week's growing up gay segment. Um, if you guys, if you guys have any 
questions in regard to this topic if you want to add anything to it maybe we'll go a little bit uh, deeper on another episode uh you can always reach out to us um on social media and please give us your thoughts on all the things we've discussed have you ghosted anybody um what are your favorite apps all that please i'm gonna do a questionnaire on twitter um so just partake in that if you would like but we're gonna take a short little break and we'll be right back with you Hey y'all, if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please be sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell two more friends, to tell their cousins, sisters, aunties, nieces, nephews, and significant others to listen to the show. It's free. All they have to do is go to the podcast app or go to SoundCloud or anywhere where streaming is found and type in Growing Up Gay and we'll pop up and then they can hear our beautiful voices. No, but in all seriousness, thank you guys so much for listening and please share. Okay, so time for the wind down. The wind, wind it down. down. Wind it down. So the wind down segment, if this is your first time listening, is kind of um, where we just shoot the shit. It's questions that don't necessarily have to pertain to anything gay or growing up related. Uh, it's what's hot topics, what's going on on social media, uh, what's going on with celebrities, the things that are not necessarily pertinent in our lives, but they're fun to discuss. Um, the first thing has probably been the most controversial topic on social media all week. Um, Belkalis Alamanzar versus Onika Mirage. Um, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into a scuffle at uh, the Harper's Bazaar uh, after party. Or, yeah, I think it was an after party uh, for the, the Harper's Bazaar um, show. Uh, Cardi showed up, you know, in her bloody shoes and, you know, beautiful red gown and she and nikki actually never physically touched each other um but essentially they were passing ways in a hallway and you know shit hit the fan um nikki minaj has been saying that it's on site for cardi and cardi finally saw her and it wasn't so on site uh, nikki held the wall and was a bitch um, in her actions, not calling her a bitch. I'm just saying her actions were very bitch made. Bitch made. Um, <coughs> bitch made. Whereas no. Cardi was about that life. Um, and people have been, I've, I've been seeing a lot of conversation. I've kind of stopped discussing it because I'm a little bit over it. But I've been seeing a lot of people take different sides in regard to the situation. Um, some people have been saying, well, like, and I'll, I'll say that even I initially stated, like, Cardi kind of has to get this hood rat behavior shit under control because you're at a certain level now where you can't necessarily act like this only because it can affect your brand and it can affect your business. Um, and then a lot of people have made the point where it's like, okay, but she's been talking about this in her music forever. Uh, well, not forever because she just started making music, but she's been talking about this in her music heavy. Um, she's, you know, she has the Instagram captions to go along with it. People have been loving it. They've been singing it, you know, at the top of their lungs. Um, I mean, Bodak Yellow is basically a lot of this, but in, like, song form. Um, and that was a number one hit, and we loved it. And we talked about Bloody Shoes, you know, and it came to life. And a lot of people, like I said, have have been taking sides. Malik, what, what do you feel about the situation? How do you feel about the situation? I mean, the same thing you feel. I mean, I think Nikki is bitch made. Um, I recently have been listening to Queen Radio. Uh, shout out oh, to everyone who, who put me on to that. 
Uh, and I listened to Queen Radio Monday right after everything kind of settled. And mm-hmm. Nikki, to me, is just that girl who will do anything and will say anything to make you look less than and to make herself look more superior than you. Mm-hmm. Even if that means calling somebody you fell out with 10 years ago and getting them to say something bad about you. It's like, Nikki, she's done all of this shit. Like, you picked the fight with Kim. You picked the fight with Remy. You picked the fight with Cardi. With and Miley Cyrus. With Miley Cyrus. And now when it's time to put up, you shut up. Right. And I just think it's I just think it's hilarious that she's now going on this oh Cardi B is you know, she's sick, she's mentally ill, she has um postpartum depression, her boyfriend is doing she her said husband, that? Yeah, she said that on her radio show that 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 Cardi's sick and maybe she has postpartum depression, someone should get her some help and um, she is someone to talk about someone needing help because yeah. Omega, the writing is on the wall. The writing's like, on the wall, sis. You she, need talk and space. <laughs> like you I need, mean, please. You need Mar- you need all Ian Lavanzant. You need you need everything. Doctor Phil, call them all. Stat. I mean, I I just think overall it's just sad and petty. I mean, I do think Cardi is better than this at this point. But I, I think we have to call a spade a spade. Listen, Cardi is who she is. The same person that she is is, is what made her famous and what made people fall in love with her. Right. I mean, I mean, not her fighting, but her authenticness and her realness. And, her, and, and I think her, this is a part of her authenticity. Exactly. People, people this is, forget, yeah. Cardi is maybe two years removed from uh, uh, being a hood bitch from the Bronx. Um, she her only, family's like still I said, in the hood. Exactly. And she, like... Like I said, she only maybe two years ago got to a certain level where people have started to expect a little bit more from her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's only twenty five. Only so twenty five. You really can't expect too too much from a twenty five year old from the Bronx that just got famous last year. Like she's thorough. She's really about that life, and she's been about that life. Um, and I personally, I'm not someone that does a lot of talking. Like I'm in no way am I trying to sound tough. I don't need anybody to be afraid of me. I don't even. I don't even like to fight anymore. At least I do. I don't even like. I'm not. You I'm not saying any of that. However, I grew up fighting. Like I have two older brothers. I have hella male cousins. I grew up fighting, and I'm. I'm someone. I don't take disrespect kindly, and I don't. I don't do a lot of talking. I, like I'm one of those kind of people where, if you've been talking about me and I see you in person, I'm fighting you. It is what it is. Like if you, I have great control of my my myself, my demeanor. But if you've been talking cash shit about me and saying it's on site and you know rah rah rah, when I see you, <laughs> it's on site. Like if if you if you really if you say that to me, you're inviting the situation. Now I may not do it at Harper's Bazaar, and then let's be real. Okay, Fashion Week is not some upscale. Highbrow event. Please it's fucking get, Fashion Week. It's, it's yeah. a bunch of coke out. It's a bunch of coked out models. Um, it was there was hella beauty influencers from Instagram and you, it wasn't some upper echelon, you know, um, private affair with 
you know, the top A-list. So, like, it wasn't that. People keep presenting it as that. People keep acting like Fashion Week is this unattainable thing. Meanwhile, there's niggas that literally have 40,000 Instagram followers and still work regular jobs that way. Like, it's not some some private room with Beyonce, Jay-Z, Rihanna, and fucking, you know, Angelina Jolie. Like, it's not that. (laughs) It It was Fashion Week. People get into fights at Fashion Week. It's models get into fights they get into arguments people throw drinks at each other like that happens i I just don't think we've ever seen two celebrities of that stature fight in this day and age or get into an altercation in this day and age and i also think it's a little bit sexist because i think if this was two men i don't think people would have be would be looking at it in the same way because if two men were in a quote-unquote beef and one with those men was, you know, running his mouth saying, I'm gonna fuck you up when I see you, it's on site, rah, 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 talking about someone's child, all these different things. And he would have gotten his ass beat, or he would have even just got rocked one good time. I think we would have all been like, well, bro, you was talking shit. It wouldn't be this whole, it's ghetto, it's, you know, they're low, it wouldn't be that same discussion. So I think it's, 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 um, it's a, it's a bit sexist in that form. I will say, I, I, I do hope Cardi can elevate beyond this but I also kind of want Cardi to punch Nikki in her shit because Nikki has been she's been bullying people forever and I feel like Cardi is the first time she's met not even her match because Cardi's not her match because Cardi is thorough Cardi will actually fight you but I feel like this is the first time she's had somebody that's not afraid of her or afraid to, to run up she told Molly what's good you know what I mean? She she bullied Iggy Azalea, talked mad mad noise about Iggy Azalea in public like spaces. She she got on the BT Awards and basically read Iggy out in front of everyone, and everyone lived for it. So at this point, Onika has finally written a check that her ass, as big as it is, can't cash. So it's like either you need to stop talking about this girl, or start taking some boxing classes and get ready for when the hands get thrown. It's like, that's just my personal opinion. It's either shut up or put up. <clears throat> case closed. Next case. This also ties. Um, speaking of sexism, you brought up a great point about the whole Serena Williams and Naomi thing. Mm. Um, sh- first, congratulations to Naomi. Congratulations to Serena, the world's shout greatest. Um, it just comes down to. It is sexist, and, 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 and it is unfair that women are not allowed to be thorough and to show frustration and to be passionate about their craft and about who they are as women without right. it being this big thing about, oh, be classy, be quiet, act this way, say this, listen. And especially women of color. Especially women, women of color. women of color, I mean black women. Yes. Let's be real. Please, the, the black women. Stop putting black women in this box. They're not one thing. They are so fucking intersectional. They're, they, they are everything. They're not a monolith. So stop. Allow women, black women, to be everything that they are. They're, they are right. a colorful group of people. And stop treating them like they have to be this highbrow woman, this high... Right eloquent high and, and not even that all the time stop acting no and not even that stop acting like just because someone gets angry because let me tell you something i have watched every season of of real housewives of new york real housewives of beverly hills and all of those white men women fight and i've never seen anyone say they're ghetto mm-hmm. i've never seen anyone say they're um 
animals, like, trash. Animals, trash, or lower. Now, I have seen the, oh, it's not classy. I've seen that line thrown, you know, once or twice. But it's, ironically, it's usually thrown at them by other white women in the space where it's happening. It's not thrown at them by people on Twitter. It's not thrown at them by people of color. Like, they, they we live for that. We... We lived from mob wives, and when Drita was running around, <laughs> when Drita was running around fucking everybody up on site, we lived for it. We thought it was the best thing in the world. But now, but now Cardi like is like trying to you know cash in some hands, and it's a problem. Serena demands respect from someone that's being disrespectful to her, and it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we need to to grant black women the same autonomy that we grant other women we need to allow them to be you know multi-dimensional people and a part of that dimension sometimes is anger it's frustration it's passion it's hurt like it and those things don't always result in the prettiest of pictures so we just need to 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 stop stop with the the bullshit please stop with the bullshit stop with the bullshit let these Um, let let the ladies live let them live absolutely um on a a somber note um, unfortunately, the rapper Mac Miller, well, musician, I'll say, Mac Miller passed away um, a few days ago. He was a very talented young man. He is most known for rap, but he, he sang a little bit on the low. He wasn't like a vocalist or anything, uh, but he played multiple instruments. He wrote, um, he was a very talented young young man. Um, he passed away from what some people are saying it was an overdose although if i'm not mistaken toxicology um reports have not come back yet because those take a little bit of a time um but he was found by karen civil actually and i don't know if you guys have seen the pictures of karen civil like after can i just say i think it's disgusting that those pictures even became public and i felt so bad because i clicked on them not even realizing what they were and then i read the caption and it was Karen Civil um, moments after discussing after discovering Mac Miller's body, and she was just so distraught. And I and I think it's wild that we get to see that because I feel like that's such a a vulnerable. I think that's probably one of the most vulnerable places to be in because you've just saw a friend dead like you you literally went to go check on her friend she probably went over there because if i'm not mistaken she works with uh with managing him yeah she, she was going over there, over there. To, to get him ready for a video shoot and she found him dead dead and like and it's 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 sad because he was just on like instagram live and if you listen to the, the music he was playing on instagram live it literally sounds like the music you hear when someone like has just died or is about to die. It was just so eerie and it's it's so sad. Um, and I, I also want people to stop tying Ariana Grande into it because they're Please. in a relationship. I often see this when it comes to, to men that are in not so good spaces in their life where women are supposed to fix them and women are supposed to continuously stand by them, you know, regardless of how they're the, the women are being affected by that person's actions and what that person is going through. And I think it's unfair that people keep throwing her under the bus and trying to attach her, or blame her for this young man's passing. Um, she's not his counselor, like I said on Twitter. She's not his parent. She's She was his girlfriend. And as a girlfriend, you have certain responsibilities. And one of those responsibilities is not 
spending your entire life catering to someone with an addiction. Like, that's not her job. And if she was in a relationship where she was no longer fulfilled, she was no longer happy, and she was no longer able to to healthily deal with things, then she has every right to absolutely remove herself from that. And she can't be held responsible for what someone else does. So, peace to Ariana Grande, and um, rest in peace to Mac Miller. Uh, on a lighter note, um, this is going to be our last topic for the wind down. Uh, the Emmys just happened, and niggas is winning everything. <laughs> um, John Legend has officially become an EGOT. He's the first African-American male to ever win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Um, Whoopi Goldberg is an EGOT. Um, there's a few people that are that have that prestigious title. So shout out to John Legend. Um, RuPaul and Queer Eye both won Emmys as well. So shout out to, you know, queer folks out here winning. Uh, Tiffany Haddish won her first Emmy. And I'm, it's insane how life can change in a year. Yeah. Like literally 13, 14 months ago, Tiffany had just um, released Girls Trip. Like that had just come out. And in a matter of 13, 14 months, she's now an Emmy Award winning Saturday Night Life host doing movie star. So just continue to work hard at whatever your craft is. And Tiffany, uh, Tiffany is not young. She's not a 20-year-old. Um, so for her, I, I just think it shows that if you continuously work at whatever you have, you know, are your goals and you stay vigilant, then, like, you can come out on top. Um, but a lot, a lot of other people of color won. Samira Wiley, a.k.a. Pussy, on uh, Orange is the New Black, uh, she won for Guest Actress in a Drama for her role on The Handmaid's Tale. Cat uh, Williams won for Best Guest Actor for his appearance in the TV show Atlanta. And one, the one that I'm personally most happy about um, is Kenan Thompson. Kenan Thompson finally won an Emmy. Uh, Kenan has been in the industry for... <laughs> What seems like my whole life. Shit, 30 fucking years feels like. <laughs> right. Um, and at the age of 40, he has won finally his uh, first Emmy. Um, and I think it's just amazing because since all that and, you know, Keenan and Kel and Good Burger, I have been watching. We've all been watching Keenan. And he's stayed, you know, he's minded his business and he's worked and he's worked. And he's finally gotten his Emmy. So shout out to him. That's awesome. Like, there's a yoga quote. It's, it's from um, the Yoga Sutras, and it just it just says that practice becomes fir- firmly grounded when well attended to for a long time without break and mm. in all earnestness. And it, it what is what it means. I that love you, that. You, you can't stop, you guys. You have to keep going, and you will be rewarded once you continue to practice what you do without break in all Ooh, earnestness. I love that. And you have to you 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 can't. You cannot slack up on these hoes. You cannot let these hoes know that you are slowing down. You have to keep the momentum. Even when you get tired, like, rest, rest, rest to get back up and do it again. Because, like, there's something at the end of the tunnel for you. Like, mm. Tiffany Haddish, Keenan, and all these people are being awarded after years and years and years of hustling. And it, it'll help, it, it will happen for you if it can happen for them. So, keep practicing. Absolutely. I love that because I had that same discussion with myself because, like I said, 
it's been hard. Like I said earlier in the show, it's been hard kind of getting back on the the health and fitness uh, tip. And I've been beating myself up because I'm not drinking enough water. I'm not, you know, going to the gym enough. Uh, I'm not eating as clean as I used to. Um, and I had that discussion with myself where it's like, if you want to get certain things out of life, you have to commit. And you can't commit for five days. You can't commit for two days. You can't commit for two weeks. Like, you have to commit for, you know, a while. But eventually, that commitment will lead to what you want. Yep. So, I love that. I love that. I think that's a good way to end the show. I think so. Yeah. So, love thank you guys. you guys for listening. Hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. Um as always, tell a friend to listen. Please make sure you're sub- you're subscribed to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on our SoundCloud. Please make sure you leave reviews. Give us those five stars because that's how other people will find out about the podcast by our ratings and by our, of course, you know, our social media shares. Um, so yes, and also please send us an email if you have any questions. Anything you want to ask us, maybe in regards to this topic, uh, the Grown Up Gay segment, or in regards to anything, um, please feel free to reach out to us at either Vaughn, V-A-U-N, at Growing Up Gay, and that's Growing Without a G, and Malik at GrowingUpGay.com, um, Malik at GrowingUpGay.com, that's again, Growing Without a G, or you can hit up the podcast at um, Growing Up Gay Podcast. That's growing with a G. <laughs> growing up gay podcast at gmail.com. Or like I said, you can just follow us on Twitter or our Instagram. Or just go to the website where all of this can be found, which is growingupgay.com. Growing up yep. out the W. I mean without the uh, G. Growingupgay.com. So thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a wonderful uh, week. And hope to see you next week. Holla. Bye. <laughs> I think you're the one